You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from really, really, really cold Atlanta, Georgia. So grateful that you've joined me today. You know, I know that you uh, have been attracted to this uh, show today by the spirit uh, so that you can receive exactly what you need. You know, I, I have a saying, or at least I've heard of a saying that says, all it takes is one word. You're just one word, one idea, one connection, one thought away from your biggest breakthrough. So I want you to open up your heart and open up your spirit and receive today. Wow, everybody, it is a cold day here in the ATL. And if you are on the East Coast this weekend, ooh, you guys are getting so much snow in uh, Boston, New York, um, Washington, D.C., Rhode Island. Rhode Island, and in those areas. So sending blessings your way. Well, how's everybody doing today? I have a great show for you. Uh, My very special guest, while this woman is a boss, she's a bad girl. Uh, Sherry Fernandez, she's going to be talking about life mastery, how to master your life. the formula for continual expansion, which is, uh, she's, uh, she's gonna give you the formula for happiness. Wow, I want you to stay tuned. Also make sure that you visit me on my social media platforms at least once a week, usually twice a week. I do a three or five minute video on maybe questions that I might receive from you. It might be on just breaking down a subject. So follow me on TikTok. That's the law of attraction constants, the same for Instagram, uh, because I, I give nuggets. Sometimes people don't have time for, for just like a long video. Everybody got that? taking a sip of hot tea Um, and follow me on Facebook coach with Constance on Twitter LOA Constance so on these platforms you get a chance to see me and of course on YouTube oh boy I love my YouTube channel everybody that's Constance Arnold so check it out and uh, you'll just see a different version of me everything is video Let's see, what else do I want to say? You know, usually I talk about my coaching, but I want to talk about my training. I would love to be your your next virtual motivational speaker, keynote speaker, 
keynote plus speaker. You guys know that I was awarded major contracts to just travel and teach um, staff morale, staff motivation, staff leadership and training. And I want y'all to answer this. Uh, do we need motivation now? Somebody just raise your hand. You know, because I know that even though we're working from home, a lot of people feel isolated, not connected. They feel uh, tired of being on Zoom calls. I talked to somebody the other night. She said, I've been on a Zoom call all day. So I don't care what you say, even though you, you love working for home, there's something very powerful about connectedness. So if you know that your office staff or your, your employees, or if you're a supervisor, if you know that they need motivation, I would love to do a virtual or I'll fly to where you are uh, and really uh, motivate uh, inspire, transform, and empower your staff. So I have an extensive clientele. Let me just tell you some of the folks that I've trained. Delta Airlines, Lockheed Martin. Uh, I've trained in both the public and private sector. IBM, the post office. I've trained at universities and colleges, governmental agencies like Michigan State, Connecticut, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Carolina, uh, excuse me, California, all of the public school systems, uh, national sales network. You guys go on my uh, on my website and just check it out. So I would design my teaching, my motivation, my presentation around uh, your company's needs, your mission statement, et cetera. So email me at constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and uh, let's make your next event uh, an astounding success. What else do I want to say? Let me take a sip of a tea. Let me give you a tip for the week. And you can do this easily. Everybody say with me, wow. Let's say it again. Wow. And I'm just not saying wow. But wow stands for within one week. What does that mean? And I learned this so when I received my certification as a dream success coach. So wow means what's the one thing you're going to choose to do within one week? I think it's a great way of breaking down your weekly goals or your monthly goals, et cetera. So I want you to make a commitment that you're going to choose one thing. So I'm going to deal with myself. So the one thing that I'm going to do this week is I am going to begin developing new content for my new website that I'm creating. And so I didn't say I was going to finish my website. I said, what? I'm going to begin developing new content. 
So your wow might be, I'm going to drink an extra 16 ounces of water. It might be, I'm going to read one chapter in a book. It might be, I'm going to exercise one time a week for 15 minutes. So, so just think about it a second. What is your wow? You know, and, and when you when you uh, intentionally choose a wow, what happens is you're being intentional and it breaks down that gigantic goal. So I want you to send me an email and just let me know what your wow is for the week. And you know, the Bible says, do not despise the small, the small day of beginnings. That means it may seem so small, but you are committed to it. You know, sometimes our dreams are so big. I always say, dream big, start small. Think big. Start small. And as you start small, the momentum will kick in. You've heard me say this. And then, man, you can create anything. So let me know what your wow is for this week. Visit me at uh, uh, fulfillingyourpurpose.com and email me and let me know what it is. I think. That's all I'm going to say. So we're going to go to these quick commercials. Y'all better put your seatbelt on. Then we're going to be back with Sherry Fernandez. Stay tuned. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I am back. I'm so excited about my guest today. I know what y'all saying. Constance, you're always excited, you know, but I believe that the spirit really brings to us exactly what we need and who we need. And my very special guest today, you better put your seatbelt on. Uh, she's a master and uh, she has a book entitled Life Mastery, Personal Progression Toward an Infinite Potential. Her name is Sherry Sterling Fernandez. Uh, and uh, she is a USA Today and Wall Street Journal 
bestseller, and uh, she's going to talk to us and share with us about how to really master our lives. So Sherry, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thanks, Constance. It was fun to chat with you before the show and nice to be on with you. Right. I told Sherry, uh, everybody, before we got on the show, I said, you're a bad girl. And I said to her that I was in such awe of her work. Uh, I listened to everything on the internet that I could. And so for all of my listeners and those who are watching, you're going to be amazed. So Sherry, I have so many questions for you. It's not funny, but just tell listeners a little bit about your story. I love your childhood story. Well, let me start there then. I am. Okay. Um... I'm not, I didn't, uh, my childhood was a little, was rocky and bumpy for sure. I don't really feel bad about that. It gave me, my, my mom divorced my dad and this was in the early sixties. So it wasn't really done. And my mom was not well equipped to take four little girls off on her own. So I kind of w- little rag them up and wandered town. I was about seven, eight, nine years old. And I thought I would walk and think and walk. And I don't know. I don't know if, if I was all, was born that way or just the circumstances. But okay. in that process, I would think a lot about, that I was somebody special. I would just have to make, I just, could, I just felt this. I'm somebody, I'm going to do great things, special things. I'm unique. That was sort of my thinking. I had no idea what special would be, what unique was. I, I mean, just a barefoot little girl <laughs> without, without much uh, community respect, but I just knew that I was some, destined for something special. And then, uh, you know, some stormy teen years, late teens and early twenties. And I partied and almost parted away all my specialness, but uh, of course I came around and realized that everybody's special and everybody has some potential and, and I'm not really not that unique, but that feeling came back that I was destined for great things in my twenties. When I finally decided to settle down and make something of my life, Ken and I had no, we just had nothing. We got married. I'd already had a child a couple of years before. This is the early seventies when it really wasn't done. Mm-hmm. And um, we just had nothing. We just had no education. We just had nothing. And so we, um, I started reading the books, can read them too, looking for mentors, not in person, but, you know, books and authors and speakers and that kind of thing. And try, I figured somebody could do it. I could do it and went to work. I wanted everything, Constance. I wanted to be the, I wanted to have a rock and fit body and still have babies. I'd end up having six. And <laughs> again, I've got a great uh, figure still at 66. I, I, I saw it on, on the internet. I'm like, whoa, talking about a hot <laughs> body. Okay, my sister. I, I thought it was possible. And, and it turned out it was. And I wanted no ceiling finances. We're living on a budget was so depressing. We had to do it for a long time, but I didn't want to have to live on a budget. And I wanted to ed- be educated, miss, catch the education that I'd missed. All those things, spiritual life, I wanted a deep spiritual life. I wanted great relationships. If, we was, if I was going to be married, I wanted the best marriage possible. So anyway, I just went to work, figuring if somebody could do it, I could do it and, and figured it out. And then I was successful in all those areas and even more successful than I thought I would be. That's Amazing. Kind of yeah, I love that. I love the fact, and I wanted you to share about your childhood because so many people get stuck there and become a victim. But yeah. when you were sharing your story, it was like you were reprogramming your subconscious that I'm special. Yeah. You know, I'm special in spite of that. I, I think that's so powerful. So I, I want to know, I got all these questions. So I want everybody, all of my listeners, 
I want y'all to open up your spirit because this is about change. And, you know, the Bible says God is no respecter of person. And if Sherry has done it and, and if I am doing it, you can do it also. But there are just systems and processes in place. What do you mean by infinite potential? Break that down. Well, each of us, and, and I say I believe this, but I just know this to be true. I think that a few people would argue with me, but each of us has so much potential to do such so much more than we'll actually ever accomplish in this life. Mm-hmm. I hope the next life gives us more opportunities. But we, there's no limits really. And the big, I'm not a big fan of smart goals. Smart, you know, this this specific, measurable, mm-hmm. attainable, relevant, time sensitive. Uh, they're too small. I think the goal we, we're our ability to have this commune with God or to have an ultimate fit body or to be ultimately educated or there's no cap on any of those kind of goals relationships and uh, our potential in those we'll never see it but that's fine because the joy and the happiness doesn't come in the attaining anyway it comes in the journey every little step forward people get stuck you know like it feels like such a big jump from where they are to where they want to be and what they don't know and they just haven't been taught but it's just the little step forward across that chasm, just tiny little steps. And that's where the happiness will come. Well, you know, you mentioned happiness and I know you have, your book is broken up into three different sections. And, and the first one is why. And let's talk about the purpose. You said the purpose of life is happiness. What do you mean by that? Oh, you know, lots of philosophers and people have said that, you know, and I think that we could make that good case from the Bible as well, but that our, every, every, we're here to be happy. We're on this earth to be happy. And I think the best proof of that, and I say this in, in life mastery, but uh, every parent, what is there a parent say about the children? I just want them to be happy. If we didn't feel like that was the greatest thing that life had to offer, we wouldn't want that for our children. And And I quote a few philosophers in the book that have have made that case. But if you think about everything that we do, we do it because we think it'll make make us happy. Whether it does or not, it's another matter. We don't choose wisely, it won't. But we do what we do because we think, at least in that moment, we think it will make us happy. So so for change, let's, let's break down and unpack change. We know everybody wants change. Um, does change make us happy? And what are like some of the components of change? I know people, they might be thinking, well, I want to, since uh, Sherry got a hot body, I want one. Or uh, I want more money, more love, uh, you know, more, a, a great business. Uh, talk about change for listeners. Change is it, well, it's, first of all, it's all about change, right? We're just all, we're becoming something. We're great and everybody's just great and awesome the way they are, but we're not meant to stay that way. We want to change, which is really progressing towards that destiny that we have. And it's baby steps, like I said, but it takes, for the most part, it will be daily habits. What we do every day is what we're making of ourselves. You mentioned, uh, I know it's a theme for you is, um, um, oh, I just lost my thought right there. That's okay. About, <laughs> I get it right back here. Um, I did lose that thought, but we're, we're, our, our whole destiny is to be, to be more than what we are and to move forward. And it's just ba- daily habits, what we do. Oh, it was the law of attraction. That's what you said. The law of attraction. The law of attraction is we become something and things move towards us. So I have these great goals. The more I become, and I work towards my goals too, the more I'm going to pull those, those goals will come move towards me as well if that makes sense. So really it's all about change and becoming a little better, but not, not all at once, just little baby steps, but everyday habits for the most part. I heard you say on one show, 
that you didn't necessarily like goals, you like you liked habits and processes, I think, and systems. Is that true? Did I hear that correctly? And what does that mean? Well, I like goals fine. It's just that if you don't have a system, they're, they're not worth very much. So I have a, sometimes when I'm, I, one topic they speak on, if I get to choose, is that why systems are more important than goals. New Year's resolutions are a great example. I don't think people are weak and that's why they don't do it. I don't think they're not committed when they don't make, I think the statistics are like 99% of them we don't do, but we don't have good systems. So you can have all the goal in the world and really mean it, but if you don't have a good way to implement it, uh, Peter Drucker said that what doesn't get measured doesn't get managed, I think is how he put that. We have to have some way to track ourselves, keep ourselves on track. Life is, is busy and things come at us. We forget we were going to do that thing. We have to have a system to keep us on track. You and I talked about tracking sheets. That's, I've got a couple of systems. Uh, that one is my favorite and the one I've been doing the longest. Well, let's talk about habits and tracking. I love habits and the power of habits. Expound to listeners the power of habits you know, in the area of any change they want to really begin to manifest. Well, let's take that. We talked about having a good uh, hot body, right? Okay, hot <laughs> body. He doesn't want that, male and female. So if I have this goal to be just ripping fit and healthy, and I don't even have a, I don't even, I can't even contain this goal because it's so big. I want it to be just, I want to be everything that I can be physically. Well, I get myself a good workout program and I commit to it and I change it up here and there to make sure that I'm progressing, growing, finding new ways to do things. But I'm committed to working out five days a week, every day or six days a week, whatever it is, every day. And I do that week after week, month after month, year after year. I'm going to have that and I'm going to have it for all my life. That's the power of a habit. If I, it's fine to sit down and read your Bible for three or four hours, but what about if for 15 minutes a day, every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, year after year after year, what would the power, the spiritual power be in your life if you did that? What about uh, meditation? Meditating is nice, but if you don't, you, the, I have found that it's when I do it every day, every day, every day, that that's when the most power comes from it. So it's getting the habits down. Then you're, the end result's guaranteed. If I'm going to say, let's talk about saving money, for example. Okay. If I want this so much money, I want to have this much money in my, in my uh, savings account so I can invest. I figure out how much money I'm going to put in the bank every week or whatever it is. And I put that money in this investment or in my bank account, however I'm doing that. Every week, I just do this. Every week, I, I don't ever quit. It's my habit. Every week, I do it. Every week, I put it in. Well, what are you going to have? At the end, you're going to have that money that you planned on when you make it a habit. It's going to automatically happen. So once I've decided what I want and I put a system in place, the goal is irrelevant. Not irrelevant, but I'm not, I'm just automatically going to get there if I use the right, if I use yeah. the system. Because you and your husband, did you own a gym uh, or, or, or something like that? And so I think that listeners, they may feel overwhelmed in what you just said, you know, just, you know. I can tell you where your life is going by your daily habits. And like you, it's just certain things I'm going to do every day, no matter what. Uh, uh, drinking water, you know, green drinks, so many things. So uh, what role does that track, does having a tracking system play uh, in the lives of people who want change? I love that tracking uh, <laughs> sheet that you have, man. I, I'm going to take that and use that myself. Yeah, those are available for free on my website. Every website and every business I've had 
which has been several websites. I've always offered those free because I so much believe in them. Um, but let me go back and tell you how I got started tracking. So okay, go ahead. I have this, I've been this, I, I have a little bit of an alcohol problem when I get married. That's got to go, right? I've got to make some lifestyle changes. I've been partying and I, I just never did have much self-discipline. I was, I would say particularly undisciplined, which surprises people because that's one of the hallmarks of my personality is my super discipline, right? But I have nothing. I don't know habits in place. And I want some things, right? So I start with three habits that I wanted to develop. And I made a little card. I thought I had these two little children. Everybody did little charts for kids. I thought I'll do a chart for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I made a tracking sheet. And I just listed the things that I wanted down the, down in the, you know, down the column this way um, on the left-hand side. And then the days of the month across the top and made, you know, little like grid. And I checked it off when I did them every day. And if I didn't do them, you leave it blank. Some things I don't do every day, like I don't want to work out on Sunday, for example. So I put an X there. But if I was supposed to and I didn't, blank. This is still exactly the way I mark it. And I developed those, those three habits I still do to this day. And now I track. And, and I don't track all of them now because they're such a habit. But I add things all the time to my tracking sheet, some temporarily and some for lifelong habits. But um, that's the power. That I would say if there's one thing that got me on this road, it was that tracking sheet. Once you do that, you don't forget what you were going to do. You hate that blank spot. You feel a commitment. It's like an accountability uh, measure. So, you, so, my- <laughs> so listeners would be committed. And the more progress they make, the happier they are. Yes. Yeah. And when you, you can't kid yourself, you got this tracking sheet. Um, you know, I might have a client. How, how much are you working out? I work out, you know, quite a bit. Like how much? Oh, probably, you know, quite a bit. Okay, well, let's let's get that on your tracking sheet, and they find out. Oh, not so much, right? And you can't kid yourself with the tracking sheet. Um, so that, that then your your goals are guaranteed you if you plan the good action steps and you track them. Did I answer? I your- I, 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 I can tell you you know nonsense. Whoever you're mentoring, I mean they they better do what what sherry says do i'm kind of like that too i mean either you're serious or you're not the person for me yeah exactly like if you're not gonna do the work don't don't but people know that enough about me when they my clients really do really love me but um one of them said thank you for being blunt and i said well that's my superpower (laughs) (laughs) well this is my superpower but i don't have very much you know i feel like um and this is a little bit of a side, but I feel okay. like when I'm working with people, um, I'm, I'm 66. I'm going to do this probably till I die because it just comes out of me. I couldn't even stop myself probably, but I don't feel like, I feel like I'm kind of running out of time. I don't have, I have to make impact right now. I don't feel like I have time to mollycoddle people as much. And plus it doesn't do them any favors. I have certain people are serious about change and I'm not unkind, I hope, but you have to just get right down to it and talk, say it how it is. Yeah. And, and so commitment is big, you know, just want to. I had a client and she was like, well, you know, I've been looking at Netflix and I'm like, Netflix, not going to put any money in your pocket. Yes. You know, not, not, not that I have anything against yeah. Netflix. So, so you have the why. You talk about why your why needs to be so important. Expound on that for whatever people are deciding the areas of change they're going to work on. Um, so our, our why, well, ultimately our why is to, um, we're happy when we're meeting our destiny and we're moving towards our destiny. Happiness is the number one why, but I offer some tools in there. I like my clients. First off, it's not the most important thing I teach or that we do, 
but I have them do a big dreams list. I want them to just, I, make, I require 50 items on the big dreams list. I want them to start thinking big and there's no holds barred. Like you can't say, I'm not going to do that because I don't have the money. I'm not going to do that because my wife doesn't like to hike or whatever it is. You just, everything that you would like to do, most things are about doing, but also be or have goes on that list. And we just learn to dream big. That way, when we move into the goal section, they have this list and they can start checking things off for sure. I mean, it's going to be a useful list. And we're going to work on that list. But then we know how to dream big when we move into the goal setting and the action steps. Then I can get them to have big visions for what their, their future is going to be like. Um, so that big dreams list is a really big thing. Also, we, we, all, we, owe the, we owe the world, we owe the universe something back. And so I, we work with uh, a mission statement. Everybody's here to, for some purpose to help find what our purpose is going to be and how we're going to make the world a better place. That gives us a more extended why, why it should be better because I want to make this difference. And then uh, we do a, like a personal constitution or governing values. This is who I want to become. If I really want to become this person, this is who I think I should become. Honest, uh, loving, whatever that is important to you. And there are lots of ways of doing that. I have to do the daily work. So those are several reasons. You have to have a significant enough why to get you through the mundane every day i think that the habits are also exciting in themselves as i see what i can do along the way but it can get get be kind of like some days you get like why am i doing all this oh yeah that's right because it makes me happier it's because i've got big dreams because i've got goals it's because i I, i'm a person of integrity so then we get ourselves out of bed and get to the gym i love that so tell me tell listeners just one big dream that that manifested in your life that uh, when you wrote down your dreams that even to this day, you're just like, wow, that oh, happened to me. I do want to share what's a little bit uh, different. I have a, I've, I have a, in, in the book, I have a list of my big dreams. The ones I haven't done yet, the ones I've done, and I have done, been blessed to do so many things. I've been to Antarctica. I've been to I Jerusalem. I've been to uh, all, every continent all seven continents. Um, I've just done some marvelous things and be able to do some things. But one of my big dreams was to go to the Galapagos Islands. And it's getting, you have to have permits. It's kind of complicated. And I thought it's kind of pretty expensive to figure. I don't know how to figure out how to do that. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. It's on my list. And there's power when you write it down, right? So guess where I'm going in February? I'm going, and Machu Picchu is also on my list. So I'm going to do Machu Picchu and the Galapagos Islands in February. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, That was been a lifelong dream. But I had to pay cash for a a luxury car, convertible sports car. And I've done that. And that that was kind of a fun one, just for a fun thing to put on my list. You look like you drive a a fun sports car. So do you have your clients to visualize those dreams? Do you put uh, visualization in, in your systems and methods and all of the above. I bet you do that. So you ask the question, only somebody who does that kind of thing would ask Absolutely. me that question. Yes. I, I wait till I know them a little bit, depending on how much I knew them prior, but second, third uh, meeting, I meet with them once a week. We do a visualization exercise where they, I usually pick 10 years, but it depends on the person, how old they're, what they've got going on, mm-hmm. what the age of their children we pick a time frame and we imagine their house, their, their fitness and health level, their relationships, who's in the house, what kind of work, not every detail of, the, of my work, but what type of work am I doing? What am I doing in my productive time? How much money, you know, what are my finances like? What is my house, the cost of my house in today's dollars? What, what would it be like? Is it in the city? Is it in the country? So we just really go through every little detail. What's my education like? 
um, what's my spiritual life like? We go through all of it and, we, and I do a, and I sort of do that by inspiration, depending on the person, but I just ask questions and they sit there quietly and I give them time to imagine that. And often there's tears. And I love that because sometimes what you think you want and what you really want is different. So somebody will say, I, I think I want to do this, I want to do this. Well, they'll notice it didn't show up in their visualization, right? Or things showed up in their visualization that are different than what they told me that they wanted. So that's so important for us to, it's so important to know what we really want as opposed to what people want for us or what we think we should want or what we used to want. I love that visualization exercise. Then I'm sure the same for you. Then I know how to guide them towards that, right? We check in with it once in a while. Do you still want that? And it often changes the whole direction that people are going. Do you still visualize? Yes, I do. I mean, um, that's a good question. <laughs> that was, I think that's the most stumped question. <laughs> I, I, I do. Like I have a visual. I have a, something that I'd like to accomplish, which I, I grew up on the back of a horse. I live in downtown Boise, Idaho, in okay. a condo, up on, a, on the top floor of a condo. So I don't have a place for a horse. <laughs> I would like to go, I would like to have a small ranch and have horses again. And I, I visualize, I'm working on that. I'm, I'm committed to promoting the book through July, next, this coming July, and making sure that I've got everything in place for that. And then I want to start looking for maybe a piece of property, either a vacation, part-time property or to move. And so I have a visualization of what that's going to look like big enough for my family. I have 21 grandchildren wow. and six kids. So there's a lot of us. I want to have a place where they can come and um, mm-hmm. ride the horses and do that kind of thing. So probably a part-time property, but that's one thing I'm visualizing. Of course, I'm visualizing life mastery being on the New York Times bestseller list. I can see that, no doubt. You know, the reason I asked that somebody, my mentor asked me that, and I told him, I said, yes and no, because my desire is so deep in me, it has become a part of me. So sometimes I don't have to visualize as much because I am it. And yes. that's what it sounds like you are. That's amazing. So in your book, you have seven areas. Tell listeners what those are and then just talk about maybe seven areas of change. It's actually uh, eight areas. Oh, it's eight yeah. areas. Okay. Yep. And it's physical. Of course, I start with physical because once we've done some mastery over the physical, it's hard to get past that if the physical's out of control. You know, if we're not eating well, we're not sleeping well, we're not taking good care of our body or physical self. So we start with the physical self. And then, of course, we are not just a physical self, we're a spiritual self as well. Okay. So we, I start with those two. And then relationships. I mean, at the end of the day, it's about who we love and who loves us, right? And education, which is an ongoing process, not a degree. And then money. Money is the real thing. And we should all get lots of it. I agree. <laughs> in, money, in, honey. In, right? I've been on all sides of the money issue. And I can oh, tell you. me too. Having it's, <laughs> having it's way more fun and <laughs> You can do a lot more good in the world if you've got some money and you can work harder on yourself when you've got money. So uh, money and then vocation, whatever whatever it is that we do that's productive, whether it's a job or a um, hobby or it's a, like, things like you and I do, you know, it's a, it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever your vocation is, your calling, to, um, how you're productive. And then lifestyle. We want to make sure that we um, stop and smell the roses and also that we plan for a future lifestyle. If you're a younger person and you have not yet retired, you want to plan for that part of lifestyle as well. And then character. And I used to only do seven constants and character I added lately later because I just felt like something was missing. I thought it's too easy when you're working hard on one of these other things, it's too easy to maybe sell out a little bit, cut a corner. Mm -hmm. And so we need to make sure that, and where do you put 
I want to improve my language or I want to be more kind or I want to be more honest. I want to make sure that I don't speak with hyperbole, uh, those kind of things. Well, that would go in character. It doesn't fit very well anyplace else. So. And I, and I counted those. I'm like, one, two, three, four, seven. And so, <laughs> so for, for a list, it's actually eight listeners. So for someone who's listening, should they start off with two or three? What would you suggest for, for people who really want change in an area? Well, the first thing I'd suggest is I have an assessment also on the website, which people can download. It's a simple assessment to see how, make sure you're working even and all. You plot the, the answers on a wheel so you could, it's like a, if you have a flat tire, you want to work on that. It's a great assessment, by the way. I, I, I feel very proud of that. It took me a long time to write that. And I was very, very proud of that. Um, so that can help us kind of see really where we are because, you know, we can get ourselves easily. Um, so there's, there's a two-part answer to that. First of all, I say, you just got to start somewhere like just start moving forward. But we have to, as we're moving forward, consider all eight areas. I won't work with people who are not wanting to work in each of those eight areas. Not that I really have anybody not want to do that, but um, <laughs> all of them are important, you know, like you don't want to, if you put all, you make your financial dreams come true, but you wreck your body or your relationships or you lose your character or you're only educated in one thing and then you're not as useful to the universe. It's just, all of those things have to be not in balance, but all aware that we're mastering all eight areas all the time that we're working towards that. Well, why do people make a decision? I don't know if they make a decision or not, but they say they won't change. And, but it doesn't seem to, to be a strong commitment there. Should they start small after they mm -hmm. assess kind of where they are? And let's just say hypothetically, they're gonna, the, the type three might be their body, uh, uh, money and career. How do they stay committed? What, what is your thinking on that? Well, um, obviously having some kind of a system, you know, one of the systems we didn't really talk about are daily written affirmations. I'm so I think glad you brought that up. Yeah. I think what you're talking about is what we're saying about ourselves to ourselves and uh, daily affirmations are a really good way to manage some of that and also identify what we really want. And those are like affirmations, like I am whatever, except when you write them, they're much more powerful and we don't do, you know, we make sure that they're not fluffy things. They're real things like I am a good listener. I am committed, like you're saying, that would be a really good way. I am committed to, the, to my goals. I keep a daily tracking sheet. I, um, I laugh easily. That's one of mine. I used to be so serious. Now I, can, now I keep, I think I laugh too much on my interviews. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. I'm manic. <laughs> but I just, not always such a serious person as a child and as a grown up. So I have on mine, that's how come I laugh a lot now. I laugh easily and often. So I think, that, I mean, on our daily affirmations, I think that daily affirmations might be a good way for somebody in that spot to um, maybe make some changes in the way they're thinking and get motivated in the areas that are important. I like to cross over the tracking sheet. You know, I mentioned I keep a tracking sheet. On my tracking sheet, I would write, I write my daily affirmations. So then they get to cross over each other and you can reinforce them. Did that help? Did that answer your question? You think yeah, and, and, yeah. And so writing is more powerful than speaking them out yeah. loud because I know a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? And did, and I think you should do your own. People are doing other people's affirmations. I've got these affirmations I picked up from somebody. Don't get your affirmations from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Find out what you want 
and you write them and use language that's powerful for you. Um, I don't know, but that's true. You know, that like a written goal will always be more likely to be um, uh, uh, achieved than a, just one in the back of your mind, right? There is great power in writing it down. Now, I think you could still say them. I think praying over them, if you're a person that prays or meditating on them is also awesome. But there's just, it's like, uh, it's like spoken affirmations on steroids. You make a hundred times more progress by writing them. Wow. And I tell how you do that. You write them from memory as much as you can and you write them every day you change the language only when you're feeling like it could be beefed up a little bit but you write the same ones every day you know they change a little bit mm -hmm. here and there but as a rule you write the same ones every day it's so interesting before we uh, uh, started the recording I wanted to make sure I got my afro right with my headphones on so I was just sitting here saying my I am affirmations and one that I was saying is that I'm one with spirit and one with all there is. And I just sat in that, felt the emotion of that. Just, you know, uh, when, I, when I said one with all there is, that meant wealth, knowledge, wisdom. So I just sort of take mine all over the place, but I'm going to start writing mine. Even would you mind I'm letting me know how you feel about that after you do that for about a month? I would love to hear your readings yes. of somebody who already uses them. And so you said something I think that was really, you said, and for me, that means you basically you said this means it means everything. It's all encompassing. You know what that means. If somebody else wrote that for you, it wouldn't mean the same, right? So you, you use language. It's just your listeners, you already do that, but your listeners, make sure you use language that's powerful. Like Constance's was, it means so much to you. Make sure you use language that is like I say, I'm a world class listener. Mm -hmm. That's strong for me. Now somebody else, what does that mean? You know, but. Mm -hmm. I think when it's individualized and customized, it's who you are. But I'm going to speak it out loud because we know we do live in a vibrational universe. And when we do speak out affirmations, and it really comes from a place of faith and belief is powerful, but writing is also powerful. So I'm going to start doing, doing both of those and I'm going to let you know. Yeah, let me know. I would love fits. to hear you how that feels and works for me. So how do you uh, deal with people that may come up against roadblocks? Um, you know, if you're, you know, I think, and I think I use this quote in the book, it's one of my favorites. If you're on, if you're on a road with no roadblocks or no obstacles, it probably doesn't go anywhere. That is just <laughs> life, but right? You if you've got some goals, let me just tell you right up. There's, a, there's roadblocks. It's actually part of the process. And uh, taking them on as a, uh, let me see what I can do attitude rather than, oh my gosh, here's another roadblock. <clears throat> but um, take it on as a challenge. Oh, look, let me try that. There's a great book by Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. The mm. title itself tells you a little bit about it, but it's a great book on that. But just know they're going to come and say, and, and yeah, your commitment, I'm going to, no matter what the obstacle is, I'm going to get there. So the number one question that I get from all over the world, I get two, but I'm going to give you the first one, uh, it is about money. How can I attract and bring more money into my life or start a business? What would you say around that? Because you are extremely successful. Well, you know, with that, putting it out there, like we talked about affirmations and the law of attraction, mm -hmm. certainly a good starting point. In the meantime, you educate yourself about money and you come up with a plan and maybe you get a coach who'll help you if you're not real sure how to 
how to go about attracting the kind of money that you want. You're not going to sit in a chair and just wish for it to come along. It's not going to happen, right? Just because you put it out. So we put it out there, absolutely, and make sure we're firm about the goals and the things we'll do. But then we have to go about and figure out how to make it happen. And we talk to other people who've made it happen. We figure out what maybe our path might be, how to do it, educate yourself, set up some daily, uh, weekly, monthly mm -hmm. uh, habits that's going to move you towards that. Maybe you're a salesperson. All right, I'm going to make sales, 10 sales calls more than I usually make every day. Or um, I'm going to get to a financial planner. But you can just, you have to go do the work. And digging ditches isn't the way. You know, you got to work smart get the the advice that you need and the help that you need but uh, this is one thing i work with people all the time i've got a guy right now he's 28 years old single dead-end job um we've been working for four months he now owns his own little small business looks like he's going to go full-time in it um he'll be able to his goal is to be a millionaire in eight years so we'll take that business and it's just a little business he can do quite well with it we'll be able to flip that business at some point and he'll be able to buy a bigger business and it makes even more money or maybe an additional business. So, so I know uh, I remember hearing you say your goal was to be a millionaire by a certain age. And I know a lot of people, all of my millennials, I love y'all. And you just look at social media and you just think that things can happen just like that uh, because of the number of followers you have. By the way, it's not followers, it's engagements. Just for anybody who's listening, what would you say about um, what do people need to do to get that mindset? I know you read a lot of books and uh, listened to probably a lot of folk in the area of success. How can people get that really successful mindset? I think for education is great. Good call. If you, if you want to be really successful in life, you have to be, and I require my clients to do this, always, always reading something motivational, maybe listening to something in the, in the car or when you're driving. Also, it's motivational, educational, and then educate yourself. I mean, really staying motivated and staying educated or getting educated in it. Those are absolutely key points. Uh, that social media thing, everything's so going to make a bazillion dollars in social media. <laughs> um, I, I don't even think I want a bazillion dollars that way. <laughs> I don't know that you can even do it. I don't know how that works. I don't, I know I shouldn't even go there, but uh, yeah, you just, you, you got to educate yourself. Find out how it's done. Talk to people who've done it. People won't ask other people with questions uh, how they did it. And my husband works with people who want to start businesses or in small businesses and will help them and teach them uh, where they need to, what they need to work on and how to do that. But most people won't ask. They just too much pride or whatever. Ask other people. Just get out there and, and then don't do something. Just start somewhere. So when you say start somewhere, should when it comes to change, should people just take, you know, a lot of people talk about the quantum leap of faith from your job into a business. What's your thinking around that? I'm uh, uh, When I left my uh, corporate America position, mine was more of a strategic leap. Mm -hmm. Uh, but what 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 is what would you say to people who want to take that quantum leap of faith into entrepreneurship? Well, strategically, for sure, and that quite depends on the situation. This guy, um, he's been working for his dad, and that's been fine, but it's been too much of a safety net. So for him, he needs to just bite the bullet and jump in with both feet. But if he had little children, I'd be like, you know, let's come up with a better plan than that. 
um, because he can sink or swim and it's not going to hurt anybody. So strategically, to some degree, don't just jump in and, and know what you have a plan. Make sure you're 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 still going to be a whole bunch of unknown. When we start our business mm-hmm. um, was our construction supply business was our first business. How we made our million dollars. We were living so hand to mouth. And it took a while to build it, but we weren't getting anywhere that way. So Ken just quit his job and off we went. It just depends on your circumstances, you know. Um, strategic would be best. A lot of the people think that these, um, oh, the, the tech startup people, that they just, they just when that left college and they left their business and got in their garage and they built this business and the next year they were billionaires. Most of these people that made big money in the tech world and, and some of these other big industries that appear to have popped up, they kept their day job. Yeah. And they worked in the evenings. So it just depends on your circumstances. I, I don't think I have an an, one, one answer for everybody on that. But you got to have faith in yourself, too. We have to be willing to take some chances. So what are your daily habits? We want to know. We're getting a little nosy now, Sherry. <laughs> what are like your daily or your weekly habits? Honest, I'm going to just read you my list of, okay. of daily habits. There's my tracking sheet. Do you see that? I see it. Here's my tracking sheet. So on my tracking sheet, I have my affirmations, my plan my day and I write my affirmations. That's my first one. When I plan my day, I spend 20 minutes in, in devotional scripture study. Uh, I write in a journal. I read. I meditate. I work out. I dig 14,000 steps. I have a five minute stretch I'm doing. For uh, okay. I, I got to push myself. I'm at, I'm at 10. I can't, I, I got to. Okay. Here you motivate. You'll see a difference in your metabolism by you bumping it up a couple thousand. It's hard though. And then I have some memorized scriptures and, and um, poems that I, I have collected over the years. I sort of let them slide. So I'm going to back I'm spending time on those every day. And I got a measured amount of water that I drink. So those are my daily habits. And then I do two new things a month. Call my mother once a week couple things like that so habits are so powerful and so you're so right if people set a goal and just every day make a commitment so six days a week you work out those 14,000 steps no matter what yeah I determined up in advance how many days a week that I want to do this Right now, I do 14,000 steps six days a week. I still try to get them on Sunday, but if I don't, I, I just try to give, kind of get a day off. I do a workout at the gym four days a week, but then on, the, on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. But on Wednesday, I want to increase my cardio and do some kind of a cardio activity on Wednesday. So, and then, I, then the weekend, if I get to work out, I do. And I always take Sunday off because I, 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 <laughs> I did three and a half years. I first started working out three and a half years. I never missed a day, not a day, not Sunday, not Christmas, not my birthday, not if I was sick. And uh, then I ended up with shin splints and some problems. <laughs> so my arrangement with, with God was he took away my shin splints and I would not work out on Sunday. So I never, ever work out on Sunday. But uh, so that's like you, you determine in front in advance, though, these are the days I'm going to do this. And then if, you, if it's a day that you don't require yourself to do that, you just put an X. And if you're supposed to, you just leave it blank. So what else would you like to share? You have such wisdom, uh, you know, that you could give to people. I know a lot of people because of the pandemic 
a, a lot of mindsets have changed in the U.S. Have a lot of uh, uh, international listeners, but in the U.S. they call it the Great Resignation, where a lot of people have left their jobs. What can you say to people all over the world, just about changing any area during and and after pandemic time? If you want to see a change in your circumstances, you want to see a change in the world, you want to see a change in relationships, it all boils down to the same thing. You start with you. The only way we can effectively change a relationship or the world or our circumstances is what we do for us, making ourselves better. And when we do that, it has a ripple effect and ripples out to other people. So yeah, say turn off the news, <laughs> stop being, wringing our hands about what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. There's a, a massive opportunity right now. Yes, there's COVID. Yes, people have lost jobs and businesses, but there's so much opportunity out there. Decide what you want to be, who you want to be, and go do that. And uh, I don't think more, uh, stomping your foot and demanding change in the world is, is useful. Go be, you know, Gandhi said it, go be the change you wish to see in the world. You go be that change. You want equality, go be a person who lives in a life of equality and make sure it's every bit of your life, you know, think about, do that, start with you and it will, it will make a difference and you'll be happier and people will be drawn to you for wisdom wisdom and advice. So my last question, what's your take on the law of attraction? Uh, Mostly what I said before, I believe in the law of attraction, but I also believe you have to do something and you have to become the person that. The world, Jim Rohn said this, and I'm just steal it from me, but that the world is designed to reward deserves, not needs. You have to be a person that deserves the things that you want. So again, it's still about becoming who you are. So you work green hard at becoming you, who you are best, and you have your eye on this goal and you're working towards that. And it's amazing how fast the distance shortens when you do it that way. If you just think, I'm going to think and think and think and think about this, but I'm not going to do anything. The world's not going to reward that. It Absolutely. rewards action. It rewards, deserves. Um, and so, yes, I do believe in the law of track. Absolutely. But it's by who you become again. And that's how you change the world. I always say you attract who you are, mm-hmm. who you're you becoming, yeah. not what you want. So what is your website? Uh, this has been so good. And how can people get that powerful tracking sheet? And uh, how can we get your book, et cetera? The book is available, Life Mastery, Personal Progression Towards an Infinite Potential. That is available on Amazon on a hardback, paperback, and Kindle or, you know, audio, I mean, a, mm-hmm. an ebook. And the audiobook will be out by Christmas, which is really nicely done. I'm very mm-hmm. pleased with the audiobook. I read a lot of it, but I have some other readers and it's, it really sounds awesome. Uh, that'll be out by Christmas. And uh, the website is Life Mastery info.com lifemasteryinfo.com and there's downloads the the tracking sheet there is the um the assessment and a couple other things on there some things i couldn't put on the audio book that were in the book uh, it can be downloaded there and i'm i and you can reach me at sherry s-h-e-r-r-y at lifemasteryinfo.com and i'm very responsive to emails and contacts i try to be (laughs) I'm going to be emailing you and contacting you. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I want to say to listeners, you know, her book is so detailed. Each chapter gives you so many wisdom nuggets. And then 
those last how-to chapters. I mean, she has graphs and how-tos and just every two to help you shift and change and really uh, create the life that you desire. And Sherry, I'm telling folks, get up off of your knees and stop praying. Start being and then doing from your place of being and the whole universe will be attracted to you. Yes, so, so true. The world is full. The earth is full in despair. There's enough for everybody and there's enough, enough for everybody to be hugely successful and be all they can be. And we just have to go out and just, Jim Rohn said, to quote him again, he said, um, the, the, the life is like an ocean and people go to so many people to it with a teaspoon, <laughs> you know, that um, we can, there's so much available to us, this great, marvelous life that we have. Go get them. So awesome. You you a powerful woman. Thank you so much. Share everybody. Visit her website. Get her book. It will really get you ready for 2022. And I always say it's not what you hear that changes your life. I believe it's is what you digest, embody, become, and act on that changes your life. And uh, uh, visit her website and get that book. And as I say every week, uh, I want you to get happy, stay happy, be happy, and see what happens. Make a decision because indeed it is a decision to create a powerful week. Guess what? I believe in you. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.